0: Hey Hey, loves, this is Nalani and Sasha, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Drink. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Okay, so today's topic is real simple. Today we are talking about life and all of the little things and the big things that make life
0: what it is. Yep, couldn't agree more.
1: Taking a look at all of those moments. So uh, I guess to go with the idea that we're just talking about what makes life life, What are we drinking today? Or what are you drinking, I should say, since we're we're drinking two different things. So I have to apologize
0: in advance because I got sick. I was not. Okay, I'm dying. My voice is, is, yeah, it's just.
1: Not going to be completely there today. No, it's not. It's, it's slowly leaving me. And you're trying to infect me with your plague by inviting me into the germ fest of your house. To record this so thank you for having such concerns for my health and my well-being it's really you're welcome.
0: great a and bitch doesn't want to be sick alone so
1: great of you to <laughs> want to share that germ you know Yes. you're awesome
0: anyway didn't
1: ask for a better negative best nancy
0: over here <laughs> i am trying to preserve my voice what i have left of it
1: Fingers because crossed.
0: somebody said i sound like death so i
1: mean like i find that attractive if that helps, mm, I don't know. No, no. Is that, okay,
0: I hurt my feelings.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the one who like cries every time I get sad because you're like, oh my god, no, you're beautiful. Because you, nothing comes
0: out. <laughs> nothing comes out. You are like a mouse is screaming. No, I don't even sound like you. a
1: mouse. I sound like some dog's dying squeak toy that like <laughs> they keep trying to push on. To have sound come out of it, and it just doesn't work. It's just like puffs of air. That's that is me while ill. You so. sound like Wheezy. I, <laughs> 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 That's who you sound like. Oh my god. But yeah. Okay. So we're preserving her voice because she actually has a beautiful, lovely voice while sick. Unlike me, who is a dog's squeak toy with no squeak.
0: Wheezy, my Wheezy. But okay. anyway, if anything, I'm Wheezy. Or this
1: week. We're going to muster through, man.
0: But anyway, I'm trying to preserve it with some tea right now. So there's this um, tea brand or tea company that I discovered at Victoria Gardens Farmer's Market one day that I was, like, out and about. And I love anything tea. Yeah. And especially, like, right now, I'm trying to be a little bit more eco-friendly. So I really like that it was, like, loose leaf teas. So they are, every time I've gone to like their booth, they are so nice. They are very well-educated in the different types of teas. They give you all the benefits of it. They talk about the flavors, um, kind of like the process that goes in. So it's Zen's Tea House, and yeah, they have amazing amazing teas that I think everyone should check out. They do have a website, so you can go on uh, Zen's Tea House, I believe, .com. We'll put, like, the links uh, to their social media when we post um, our picture of our drinks. Um, But, yeah, I am drinking the Dream of Flowers blend. And it's beautiful. It's very pretty, like, to look at it,
1: like, on its own. It's It's good-looking loose teeth. If anyone is not a tea fan... It's pretty, trust us. Like, it looks
0: like potpourri. It
1: does look, that's a good way to put it, it looks like potpourri. It doesn't look like dried grass or oregano in a spice jar. Yeah,
0: it's really pretty. It's like rose petals, uh, chamomile, lavender buds, so it's really pretty. It kind of has like a natural sweet taste to it, so I'm not really...
1: You never sweeten your teas, though. I never. No.
0: no, I like it better, like my soul.
1: Exactly. Keep it but... true. True to the roots.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so it has like a natural sweet taste taste to it so it's it's pretty calming too so hopefully this will help me go through this podcast with you today
1: and right after this infomercial from zen's tea house (laughs) we will get back to your regular scheduled program joking (laughs) but i mean as much as i'm very sad that you are sick the tea does kind of fit for your drink of life because you are tea obsessed yes and That is your life drink. That is your lifeblood.
0: I drink tea every single
1: day. Yeah.
0: And it's not just like one cup. It's like all day, every day.
1: Yeah. It's like those huge traveler mugs of tea that you refill throughout the day because Mm -hmm. that's how much you love your tea. And it's great. It's perfect. Oh, I should have pulled up the video. I found this video that I took of the two of us from... I don't know, like a year or two years ago or something like that, where I'm here at your house and we're chilling in your room and I think we had just decided that we wanted to have tea. It was probably like around this time of night and we decided that we wanted to have tea. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. What kind of tea do you have? Do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> I like busted out. She no 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 no, <laughs> no 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 you pull this tin from like beneath your bed or like some cabinet in your room or something. I cannot remember where this magic I tin still appears have it. from. It's under of here. course you fucking have it. Wow. Nope. Nope. She's legit reaching for a tin of tea. i got it. She's got- Oh her... wait, no, it's empty. Oh, what my... the fuck? Well that's a first. That's never happened. What happened the night when we were drinking though? I was like, what kind of tea do you have? You're like, oh, let me show you. Like a drug?
0: Like a drug. Like a
1: fucking drug dealer. She <laughs> reaches beneath her mattress, pulls out a tin, busts the top open, and is like, what you want? It's I was like, oh my god what just like, do happened? you want some
0: lavender tea do you want some zen blend and like she's do you want chamomile she looks like
1: she's like slanging a new brand of weed at me trying <laughs> to make sure i try her pineapple express and she was like you want this one you want that one what about this one it's just throwing tea at me and it was like wow I thought I liked tea. This is a next level.
0: And I was like, "Oh, if this doesn't satisfy your craving. I have tea in the cabinet downstairs. You want to go check it out?" I was like,
1: "Why do we have multiple stashes of tea? What's happening right now?" You just
0: never know. You, you never know
1: when you need tea, like a drug addict. But I love you, and the tea was amazing. I have to say. I have
0: sleepy tea. I got um. You need. No. Your morning crack tea? No,
1: my morning crack tea is what I'm drinking right now, so...
0: And what are you drinking right now?
1: There is no other drink in the world, as far as I'm concerned, that will have the amount of love that this drink has for me, and that is my magical, beautiful hot bean juice that I'm drinking <laughs> right now. I hate that you call hot <laughs> bean juice. It's hot this bean is juice. juice. <laughs>
0: stupidest thing that you've ever said. No, it's not.
1: No, it's not. It's the most brilliant thing I've ever said, aka coffee. So I am drinking coffee right now. It is. So hot bean juice over there and have hot. You got your tea stew. Okay. You got your tea. You got your leaf stew. You're (laughs) drinking leaf stew and I got hot bean juice over here. I hate you. Leaf stew and (laughs) hot bean juice. That should have been the name of this episode. Leaf stew and hot bean juice. (laughs) (laughs)
0: stupid. I'm just saying. And we're canceling our podcast. <laughs>
1: and that's it. In the friendship. I'm leaving. I'm going home. Uh, no, I can, I drink coffee all day long. Ask literally anyone I've ever lived with or anyone I've Sasha's ever worked with. Sasha's a nightmare with. without coffee. My god. She's I'm scary. An, I'm terrible. I'm not a morning person to begin with. So if you get me awake and you don't give me my hot bean juice, I'm like, a zombie I'm just kind of existing I breathe I move but like nothing is really going on behind maybe
0: plotting your murder I'm
1: more than likely plotting a murder like if especially if it's before like 10 a.m. I'm pretty sure I'm plotting a murder T- before 10 a.m. and I'm not getting paid none of my co-workers panic I'm not planning to kill you when I come in at my 8 a.m. show uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she's lying But yeah, no, if I'm not getting paid, I'm planning your death because why on earth am I awake at this hour? But yeah, so I love my coffee and that is my drink of life. I think, I mean, bless my mom for making sure that I didn't start drinking coffee at such a young age because it's just such a big part of my family. Um, So I think I had my first cup of coffee when I was like 16. I've probably, I've tried it before then, but I didn't actually have my own actual first cup of coffee until I was 16. And it's just, you know, been all downhill from there, so... Yeah, I don't live without coffee. We made the
0: deal with the devil there.
1: Signed my soul over. Never regretted that choice ever. But yeah, so that's what we're drinking today. We are sipping on, you know, some tea stew, some leaf stew, and some hot bean juice to get us through you fighting off an illness and life for me because I don't exist without coffee. Really? I'm a shell of a human. I am a shell of a human without my coffee.
0: Oh, yeah. You just don't want to make any eye contact with you. Nope. Mm-mm. You don't want to even say good morning. Nope.
1: My eyes scream murder. Yeah. And my body screams, I'm already dead. That's what that is. Oh, my god. <laughs> that's, anyway. That's that combination right there. So, drinking the coffee to make sure that that doesn't happen. But anyway, so we've got our drinks. We're here. We're doing this. We are I'm talking. surviving. You're surviving. Please don't dial me. I don't know what I would do without you. I need you in my life, like at all times. We're supposed to grow old together, so don't let this cold kick your ass. Um, but we're here. We're doing it. We're talking about the little things and the big things that, you know, keep us chugging along in life. So, my story <coughs> for today, for our sipping on story time, will definitely be one of the little things. But Nani's story is definitely gonna be one of the bigger things that yeah. keeps you going through life. So we're just gonna move right into our sipping on storytime segment, where we visit some memorable moments and talk about it, discuss it, and share what's happening currently in our life. So, what's what's new with you, Nani? What's going on? Oh, so it's been a it's been a big week, actually.
0: Yeah. Um. So I think I discussed this briefly in our last podcast. Yeah, you made a little mention, but. I am with someone right now, I'm dating Matt, he is my boyfriend, we've been together for more than five years, mm-hmm. five years and a few months, um, <clears throat> he, he has epilepsy, so that's just something that we've, you know, been on this journey together with, um, he doesn't have a very common type of epilepsy, it's actually a rare form of epilepsy. You know, it's not where he has, like, convulsions or seizures due to, like, light sensitivity and all that.
1: Which it, I feel like is what most people, like, initially think yeah, of when they you say just, that someone has epilepsy. Is that it's like, okay, they can't have, like, strobe lights or something around Yeah, them. Or they can't play
0: video games or can't watch TV or right. can't be at, like, amusement parks or stuff like that. Right. That's what I had initially thought when um, when he first told me. Because we were friends before we got together, and our mutual friend, like I remember, um, I hadn't seen him at work for about a week, and then our friend, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, where where has Matt been?" And he was just like, "Oh, you didn't hear? He's in the hospital." I was like, "What? Like what happened?" And he was like, "Oh, he's getting like testing done for his epilepsy," and I was like, "Whoa!" Like,
1: that's a I, way to learn about something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just like. You know, I was one of those people unfortunately that kind of like generalized epilepsy to that like oh they they have seizures or like full body convulsions like due to light sensitivity right um but now when we started dating, he kind of like disclosed to me like hey this is this is what's happening in my life. this is what I have to deal with. Is that something that you're okay with? And I mean, I don't know if like. You're ever really prepared for something like that? I don't think so. Because it's like, well, what am I going to do with this information? Like, I really like this person, and just because you have a disorder, I'm just going to be like, okay, yeah, no, I can't do this.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and even still with making the choice of being like, no, I'm not going to be that person who says, oh, you have a disorder that you can't control, but I don't want to have to deal with it, so I'm not going to talk to you. Still making the choice to be like, yeah, we're going to move forward with this relationship. You have a lot of, like, uncertainties, because it's something... (coughs) you'd never dealt with before and obviously the two of you had never dated before so it was it was new territory where you're like we're I'm we're gonna do this but we kind of just have to figure out what the hell we're doing
0: yeah and it's like I got to know him as a person and I fell in love you know with how great he is and so it was kind of just like I was like no I can do this but I don't think we ever went into a deep discussion of like this is what happens this is what to expect type of thing, um, shoot, I didn't even know, uh, seizure first aid when we started going out, because he assured me that he rarely had the, like, full body seizures, so, yeah, but anyway, it's been, it's been a struggle with us, with his epilepsy, you know, he's, he's been in and out of jobs, because, you know, he's had, I think, coming closer to the the end of these five years together, mm-hmm. he's had more seizure activity um, than what he normally had when we first were dating. So it's definitely affected him job-wise. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a struggle. Um, very scary moments in our lives. Um, but yeah, this week, he actually had brain surgery. Yeah. He had brain surgery. Um, it's the first of two... Uh, procedures for uh, his epilepsy, but you know he got to a point in his epilepsy that you know medications just weren't doing it anymore. Um, we had a very scary incident. Um, oh my gosh, we're in twenty twenty. So yeah, I was about to say last year, but
1: no, the no, like, year before last.
0: Yeah, a year before last. Um, he just constantly had full body seizures like one after another. I think that night he had about I want to say six.
1: I think that was what you said, yeah. And it was
0: like so uncommon and then what's crazy is that I had never seen a full body seizure with him. I've known that he had some, but it was when he was either at home, when he was on his way to work. So I never had witnessed it, I never had experienced it and it was just like a lot to take in. And I think that, you know, a lot of people don't know about these stories with people that have epilepsy. It's kind of like something that's just not talked about or it's not known by, you know, society or the public. So, yeah, it was like, it was really, really rough to watch. Yeah. But, yeah, he was hospitalized due to that. And, you know, at that point, they were like, you know, everything that we've done up to this point is not working. So now we have to figure out how we can control your seizures. And just basically give you, like, what, a better way of life? Yeah, that would be a good way of it. <clears throat> so his next options were to get brain surgery. So he had to do all this, like, rigorous testing to pinpoint and locate, you know, where his seizures are originating from. So that's what we were part of this week. So he had to get, like, this graph on his brain or grid and basically it was like seeing where exactly the seizures were coming from and if they if it was like a safe enough area to where they could remove it and if not they could put in um the rns which is a device to help control seizures so so yeah that's been pretty much my week yeah yeah
1: she says casually like (laughs) that's that's pretty major to have to have to deal with. I mean and, and for anyone who's wondering, he's doing okay. He's yes. um he's still in the hospital now, but he's he's good, he's in good spirits, he's like loopy on some great drugs right now. <laughs> um Snapchatting that the both of is. us like crazy. Um, but no, he's doing okay and I mean we're we're both really, really in a positive space yeah, about I mean, this.
0: It was successful. The first thing the doctor said, he was like, oh, I just, I'm really happy how everything turned out. So, we're like, oh, it was, like, such a relief. So, yeah, he's doing great. Just in a lot of pain. Yeah. Which is kind of hard to see. But, but, yeah.
1: But, yeah, life, life sh- throws you some um, big curveballs sometimes that you weren't really anticipating to have to deal with.
0: I mean, we had been, like, waiting for this for so long. Yeah. That it was kind of, like. Like, we knew it was going to happen, and now that it happened, it was just, like, it kind of snuck up on us. We got through the holidays like normal, did our little traditions with, you know, you and and Sable and all that, and it's just, like, next thing you know, like, two weeks later, we're here at the hospital.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just crazy, crazy to think of that. but I'm just so, I'm just so happy that, like, so many people have asked me, are you okay, like? Do you feel sad? Like, what is your, like, emotional state? Are you stressed out? Like, how are you dealing and all of that? I mean, it was very stressful when he was in surgery. But I think with anybody that has a loved one in surgery, you know, there's always that, like, what if this happens? What if they don't make it? Like, there's always that possibility of being put under anesthesia that you kind of, like, worry that, you know, something, the worst can happen. Yeah. But as far as him getting out, like, I know he's a fighter. He is like such a strong willed person that I didn't worry about that. Like I knew he was gonna he was gonna come back to me. But um I think if anything I'm like happy and I'm relieved that this is happening because I think it's time. Like this I wanna say that this is gonna be our year to actually like move forward to have a bright, better future and not let epilepsy just like be that anchor to us anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. So let it be something that you guys, like, grow from going through rather than having to feel like it's what holds you from moving forward, right?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, I've, like, confided in you that it's hard. And, I mean, I give so much props to people in the epilepsy community to where, you know, they, they are unfortunate in the sense that either a loved one or they themselves are, they have a more drastic and serious type of form Of epilepsy. And it's like Matt is lucky in the sense that, you know, he got full body seizures every once in a while. Right. But even still, then, it's pretty scary because, you know, he he could stop breathing or, you know, anything else could happen. Like he could hurt himself from...
1: From having a seizure. Yeah, from
0: having a seizure. Yeah, like
1: all the typical side effects you would think of of having, like, a seizure not triggered by brain activity are still something that could happen to him. But it's... Yeah triggered randomly so it's like it's not like he had a heart attack and therefore it turned into a seizure or anything like that like it's triggered randomly and we don't know what causes it or how to avoid it or how to prevent it from happening we just like hope for the best whenever it does happen
0: yeah and I just like I said I just give credit to the epilepsy community because I think that you guys are super strong with dealing with epilepsy with a loved one or your. yourself because I can't I can't even imagine knowing that I have epilepsy and that any moment I can have a seizure
1: yeah
0: that's such a draining and terrifying thought
1: Mm -hmm. but and the fact that people just wake up every day and they're like no I'm just gonna make today the best day possible knowing that like (laughs) shit could get crazy but it doesn't matter because you know today is the day that I have and I'm gonna I'm going to live this day and I'm going to live in this moment rather than living in the stress of what could happen to me.
0: <clears throat> Absolutely. And then, like, we went to the Epilepsy Awareness um, Conference in November last year, and it was just, like, such an amazing experience. It was so positive because, you know, everybody was there and they were proud. They are mm-hmm. proud to be a part of this, this, like, awareness. Like, they wore, it was just, like, a sea of purple, which is the color for epilepsy awareness and you know everybody was just like oh are you an epilepsy warrior and I was like fuck yeah I am (laughs) and I mean it was cute because Matt was just like well he's like I I don't have a serious type of epilepsy Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I'm a warrior and I was like bitch put yeah put that medal on because they're giving medals out to all the people that had um epilepsy and I was like no this is a time to celebrate you because it's, like, your family loves you, mm-hmm. I love you, my family loves you, and, you know, you and your family love him. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, we support you. We want to let you know that you're important to us. Yeah. And, and it's, so. like,
1: serious or not serious, you know, air quotes or not, it's it's still something that you live with and something that should be celebrated that, you know, you, you triumph over every day, no matter what the hell the day brings to you.
0: Yeah, so, it, yeah, it was like I said it was it was so like overwhelming but at the same time it was just like a sigh of relief because you felt the support from everybody. Yeah. And it was just like everybody knew that obviously people ha- came from like different aspects or areas in epilepsy but at the same time they were like I know what you're going through mm-hmm. or I have been there. Mm-hmm. I have felt either you know that that feeling of loss or feeling of like Man, like we just had something tragic happen, or you know, that positive they're sharing in that moment of like, no, I'm actually several years seizure free. Like, there wasn't, there wasn't like a negative aspect to it. Like, everybody was like celebrating each other. And I think that was, that was like the best takeaway that I could take from that conference.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's great.
1: And I mean, and I want to give you, um, love support shout out of how amazing you are because I feel like you you constantly give it to Matt for being (coughs) so strong and so like not letting any of this get to him and just like pushing through the day you're not (laughs) crying because you're sick and we're not doing that (laughs) I'm not dealing with your tears right now um but I mean I feel like I don't want to gloss over the fact that someone in your position could choose something very differently they could say like no this is not something I was born with. This is not something that I have to deal with. This is not something I'm gonna choose in a partner to have to yeah. constantly stress about and worry about, and walk away from it. Or even so, say like, yeah, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna do this, and then have the first big episode hit and be like, I don't think I can handle this. Like, I'm just not strong enough. And I'm not throwing shade at anyone who's not strong enough. Like, it's do, hard. Yeah, it's
0: really hard to witness something like that. It's
1: like, it's terrible. You, yeah, I feel like you were in a state of shock for like. 3 days after he had his really bad episode um I think I was last. just like
0: in autopilot. It was just like make sure he's okay, make sure everyone around me is okay because I know like my dad and my sister were involved in helping me get him to the hospital.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you it's were, you were just like functioning. It wasn't even like you were thinking or like you were feeling. You were just functioning. You were like this needs to get done. This needs to get done. I need to check on them. I need to make sure he's okay. But, like, you you had no awareness of you in that moment. And I don't think you even came down from it and took a second to check in with yourself until, like, several days later about, like, shit, am I actually okay? Because. Yeah.
0: And I, and I, to be honest, I wasn't okay. It just was, like, I think I was, like, traumatized in yeah. a sense. Because it was just, like, you know, here I've been with him for what, it was, it was four years, years at four time. years at the time, mm-hmm. that,
1: and you had just gotten past your four-year mark,
0: yeah, we had just gotten past your four-year mark, and it was just like, all of a sudden, we had a great day, and out of nowhere, it just happens, and I was like, whoa, I'm not, one, I'm not prepared, but mm-hmm. I knew that because of, out of my own research, and just being on top of my shit, I was like, okay, hey, I, I know what to do, for seizure first aid, because I don't want, I don't want him to pass away on my account, because I'm too stupid to, to, like, help him, but,
1: um, yeah, I was just, like, it was a lot to take in, even being prepared, even knowing that it could happen at some point in time, having it happen is, but what's crazy is that I, I knew that there was a possibility of him having a big seizure, but I never thought, I don't know what, That's, I think that's normal. I think that's so normal to be like, yeah, I know, like, we know a big earthquake can hit. We live in SoCal. We know this can happen. But we never wake up every morning and be like, fuck, is today the day? Is it going to happen? None of us do that. None of us do that. We just go about our day. I mean, in in all honesty, like, if you live in California, earthquakes hit and we just all sit there. We just pause
0: really. We just like, we're like, oh,
1: oh, is this the one? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. You just like pick (laughs) up your glass off the table and be like, oh my God, don't spill the wine okay, we're fine. Okay. Okay. Like, we don't actually, like, cognitively. Like, am I gonna die today?
0: Right. Um, No, we're good. So, I feel like it's the
1: same thing with something, especially, like, a.
0: It was a 2.0. We're good. Who cares? (laughs) What was that
1: epicenter? like, 60 miles away? Barely felt it. It was a massage. Like, we don't, we don't think of it that way. And I feel like. Anything that happens super infrequently, like, especially because his seizures happen super infrequently, it's really easy to get into that mental space where we're like, yeah, 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 it'll, it might happen, but we're fine. It's not really that big of a deal. So, like, yeah, you get the the Northridge earthquake of 96, I think it was, 96, 97, you get that shit to happen, bridges collapsing, buildings falling down, and everyone's like, I had no idea. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, and even if, even people who were super prepared, even if you are super prepared for when a disaster happens, you still walk away from it like trauma struck and really just kind of on autopilot for like your initial reaction of, I know I need to do things, let me do things, but you step back from it and you're like, shit, I really don't feel okay. And so that's why I want to, I want to give you kudos for that. Like you give him so much for how strong he is, but I just for the sake of you knowing, I think you are amazing and incredibly strong for being able to, to witness that and just push through and be like, no, I'm not okay right now, but I'm going to be okay. And I feel like your focus was always on him, like never on you, never on, do you feel okay? Should you take a moment to like process what the hell you just saw? Like, no, you were like, if he's okay, I'm okay. And I think I think it's beautiful, and I think it's such a great show of what it really means to love someone and to just put someone before yourself.
0: <sighs> don't I'm trying cry. not to. I, you're making this really fucking difficult.
1: Deep breaths. Drink the tea. <laughs> drink <laughs> <but> the tea. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. Thank you. I mean, I don't know. It feels weird saying thank you, but I, I just think that's who we are as well, because True. You can relate to being an empath. It's yeah. like... Yeah. You take care of others because... I don't know. Like, I am all for... And I... I do want to emphasize, like, you should take care of yourself. Please That's do. That's just... You're the most important person in your life because, like, that one TED talk that I love, it's like the safety mask on an airplane. You cannot save someone else if you run out of oxygen. So mm-hmm. you need to put that mask on first. And... You know, it's not that I forget, it's just, like, I feel like I have such a big heart to where, like, the people that really matter to me, like, I want to make sure that you're okay, because if you're not okay, I'm not going
1: to be okay. Yeah.
0: And then, I mean, well, I'll figure it out later. Like <laughs> the
1: rest of the stuff, I'll figure out. But
0: whether that's take a nap, go hang out with Ollie, or go shopping, yeah. Like, that's that's a definite uh, self care. Top moment three, right there. Top three. Like I'm taking care of myself. By, I mean, some new clothes, <laughs> some skincare, or some more plants, which I don't need, but you know, yes. But thank you, thank you for you are validating welcome. that. Me,
1: I will always be here to tell you that you're amazing and validate the things that you do.
0: And I do want to give a shout out to my dog like for that incident where he was having all the seizures. Like, okay, side story do it. We, (laughs) we, I don't know what we're, me and Matt, we, I don't know what we're doing, but the reason why we got Luna,
1: their cat, mind you, my,
0: my cat is because I don't know. What we saw was... I don't know where you document? found this
1: research. I have no idea. I have no idea. If this was Wikipedia, that was your own fault.
0: No, I know it was No shade kidding.
1: to Wikipedia. I love you. You've given me plenty of answers. No, it was answers. actually
0: like an like epilepsy... Like, journal... Not a... No, not a journal. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You, article, article, it, something. you found it We found somewhere. this article relating to epilepsy and how they said that cats are really good... Um like detectors was detectors it? for like an like an episode that's about to come or there were like instances instances where a cat has resuscitated yeah uh an owner who had a seizure and i was like wow like what if we got a cat and we i was like magic in our house <laughs> because me and my are such big animal people um I was like, huh, maybe we could get a cat. And this was the time where my sister got a bunny. And I was super jealous because I was like, wow, mom and dad just let her bring home a bunny. Bring in a whole ass bunny into yeah, And I was like, and, you know, Nikki kind of lacks in her animal caring
1: skills. We love you, Nikki. But I you, mean, Nikki. she loves,
0: yeah, I know, we love you. But, you know.
1: You have so many strengths. So many strengths. However, <laughs> 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 the, the pet parenting is it's a, a little lax. It's a working. She's in a cool progress. mom. It's not. Yeah, she's a cool mom. <laughs> she's a cool mom. Okay, she's the mom who everyone throws a house party at. Yeah, she's the mom who like gives Spoils you lunch money rather than making you lunch. Buys you
0: any toy you want in the store. She's
1: such a dope mom, but at the same time, like the cool moms always have the unruly kids who smoke at the back of the high school. <laughs> so. That's yep. her bunny, and we love him, but he's a smoker. He's
0: mean. <laughs> he's so
1: freaking mean. He definitely is. Or she's
0: mean. She. It's I'm a sorry,
1: she? It's a she. It's a she. Okay, so she's definitely like a badass punk rock who, I love that, but also like probably has the hookup for cocaine. Whoa. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She anyway, does, I didn't say she does We could clearly get off of this. I did not say <laughs> she say did she... it. I just said she's got the plug. There's a difference. She anyway and, and you're sorry sorry I side noted to your side note you, you got a just, cat you got a cat
0: I got a cat so we got a cat from and actually it's from our mutual friend Heather and oh yeah I forgot and it. they had a little baby that they're trying to little get baby kitten? and I was like what a perfect way Actually, we timing. don't have like we we're prepared to pay them obviously because I was like no you're not just gonna give us a cat and they're like no we're we're not gonna gonna, give you a cat (laughs) they're like we're not gonna charge you like put your money away like get out of here
1: take the damn kitty so we
0: took we went over to their house and oh my god we just fell in love with her because she's 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 part calico and orange tabby so she has like a little orange in her i mean she's definitely more orange now than what she was she had like a cute little orange mark on her head but anyway so we got her thinking that she was gonna be this great Um, detecting cats. She's gonna be the magic kitty. That's my mom should have told me she was like, mm, no. Mm-hmm. She did nothing that day. And I was like, wow. Damn. Just but I will say, she was acting very weird. She was. You did say that. She was like, on his lap. And, like.
1: <sighs> and wouldn't she, like, not get off of him? Like, yeah, I was to trying to to I was like,
0: bitch move, like, I'm trying to cuddle with my man here. And she was like, no. Yeah, she was like, oh, like, bitch, you better move away from my daddy, like, yeah.
1: Super pissed off at you. So she
0: was, like, acting weird, and I was like, dude, you need to go away, like, I'm just trying to, like, hang out with him, and then, like, we went to bed, she was, like, hovering over him like a little psycho, and...
1: Or a little psychic, and you just missed it. I missed it. it, clearly I missed it. You missed it. I felt
0: bad because she was so scared, she actually went under the bed, and that's something that she doesn't do. So she was just, like, you know... She yeah, was no, just I get it. I'm like, she was whoa, like this was this I guess the scent that he was giving off, she was like, Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I wanna give a shout out to my dog Ollie. Um, you know
1: the true champion of the, the true shoring. champions.
0: He he may not be too friendly with other people because he just loves his mommy. Yeah, he's a little protective. Yes, but he definitely is very protective of the people he loves. And, um, that was very evident that night because Ollie, like, after the first seizure, Ollie was like, whoa, like, what is happening? Is everyone okay? He jumped on her bed. Normally he sleeps on the floor. Um, but when the second seizure, he got up on the bed and obviously Matt was, like, having a convulsion and he was, like, licking him. He was, like, because, like, the way that Matt was, like, having his seizure, he was moving and then also tensing up, like, really, really badly. So, Ollie, like, nudged his hand. And when he was coming out of the seizure, Ollie was just, like, licking his palms, getting him, kind of, like, regulating his breathing. Because he, like, once he started licking him, Matt, like, took a deep breath and was like, <sighs> like, okay, like, I'm, I guess I'm here. Like, I'm was, like, grounding. Present. Yeah, like, grounding him. And then Ollie was, like, there with him. He put his head on his chest. And then I was, like, whoa, like, what is happening? Because, I mean, Matt did have an accident. He, he threw up from, like, the full force of the seizure. So I was, like, busy with that. Then the third one came, and Ollie was just, like, there. He was licking his back and just, like, kind of, like, reassuring him. showing Like, every time Matt tried to, like, move away or, like, was moving, um, Ollie was there to calm him down. And so, that helped me a lot because, you know, like, everyone else in the house was asleep. Yeah. So, it's, like, I was dealing with this alone. But knowing that Ollie was there, like, hey, like, I'm here for him, too. I'm looking out for him. I'm helping him breathe, basically. And kind of, like, ground, like, do some grounding yeah. with him. It just was comforting. It, it a weird like it's com- Yeah. So, it was, like, even though it was, like, scary as hell. There was a tiny bit of me that was like comforted by it all. So, shout out to Ollie. He's my best baby as he's snoring on the bed. Snoring
1: right behind us on the bed. But he's the bestest dog in the whole wide world and we love him.
0: Yes. He's my Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Beans.
1: And you give me shit for my hot bean juice, but you call him Mr. Beans. He is the OG
0: Beans. Okay. Whatever.
1: (laughs) Anyways. No, I feel like you should do your quote. I feel like we shouldn't save your quote for the end, since we're you know on the subject. We're talking about epilepsy, talking about how it's affected your life, how it's affected you know your boyfriend's life, and and all of that. You found this <coughs> really really great quote, and I think you should share that with the bulk.
0: Okay, so my wifey wisdom for this episode is um, just a quote that I I found after Matt's surgery on Monday and. It says epilepsy. Epsilon- oh my gosh, epilepsy this is kicking in. It seriously is. <laughs> like my brain is like, girl, you need to just die right now. No, it's it's gonna happen. Deep breath. Drink the tea. It's almost out.
1: <laughs> <Pause>. Anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway, epilepsy changes pe- people. It sculpts us into someone who understands more deeply, hurts more often, appreciates more quickly, cries more easily. Hopes more desperately, loves more openly, and lives more passionately. And unfortunately, I don't know who is the author of this quote, but I just thought it was a beautiful quote because I think for those family families that are struggling with epilepsy and anybody that has epilepsy, it's just it's very true because you know, tomorrow's not promised, and so the people that have epilepsy that are in our lives you know we we love them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we love them very much and we make sure that they are know that they know that we love them and you know we have those moments where it's just like really difficult and you know you you cry it out you there's times where you cry alone because you know sometimes you just don't want that person to know that it's affecting them and you know, it's, it's hard. Epilep- ep- dealing with epilepsy and being on this journey has been hard, but I know that it's shaped me into a great person because I, I think I do like the part of it that says um, you love more openly. I definitely do love more openly because I never want to like lose him and just not that being known mm-hmm. to him. So, yeah. And we are going to try to live more passionately because I'm hoping that this surgery, this next surgery that he's going to have is just going to be the answer and that he will be able to go back to that conference and be like, I'm so-and-so months, years, years, Mm epilepsy-free. like Seizure-free. Or seizure-free, yes. I mean, that would just be such a an amazing moment and i know like i can't wait to see his face yeah when he just announced announces that you know i haven't had a seizure in this long so Um,
1: yeah yeah that's beautiful i'm glad that you love more passionately
0: yes i do
1: live life with all of that Yep. and now we're doing this
0: Onto your lovely week.
1: We're doing this hard shift into <laughs> the no, it won't make you cry. Way less dramatic amplification of the small things. We need some
0: smiles. Give us some smiles. I we mean, you can.
1: I don't know if I'm gonna give you smiles. I'm just gonna like complain as a list of things, but like. I feel like that gives you a smile. I don't know about, It like,
0: does. I mean, not that, like, you had a horrible week or no, anything. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm
1: just, I... Or,
0: like, minor inconveniences, but I love I just the dramatic cancer that you are. I have a match for it.
1: turning the smallest things into the most dramatic moment. Like, I will dramatic retail clipping toenails. Like, that is the level... Oh the level of drama <laughs> I can put to anything because it's just how my fucking brain works. So, yeah, while she's dealing with like real life stuff about her boyfriend and all of that that has to go with it, I'm over here complaining about Korean barbecue. so <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Let's just take you down this journey of Sasha's life with food. So I tell it a joke. we
0: love our food though. I, food
1: is important. God, I love food so much. I love food so much.
0: We, I can see how this is
1: a very pivotal moment in your week. Honestly, that's sad. <laughs> you can see how food. Why? Food is amazing. I'm just, it just goes to paint like the most accurate portrait of who I am. That, like, yeah, what I ate is a very pivotal moment. Not for the day, not for the hour, <laughs> or the meal, for the week, <laughs> ladies oh my and gentlemen. God. For the week, this is...
0: Ladies and of gentlemen, the importance. how traumatic this cancer is over here.
1: Oh, it only gets worse. It only Anyways. gets worse. So, here we go. Um, so, I tell a joke all the time that's not really a joke because it's like 99.9% fact that I will only leave the house <coughs> for like three or four things. Top of that list of things is I am getting paid to leave the house, a.k.a. work because... <laughs> I gotta afford to live, therefore I leave. Option two, also real high on the list, lands solidly at number two, is someone said, let's go eat. That is why I left the house. <laughs> Option three, real close, real That's why I have to
0: freaking bribe you to come over sometimes. You do! You
1: bribe me with food all the time. I'm pretty sure this podcast
0: was supposed to be at her house. It's actually my house today, so I feel very, uh... Fortunate. we hear we do but it. I'm dying clearly and I was well, like I, mean, I
1: would have made you come to my house while you're dying like that's just like terrible friend move right there I wouldn't do that to you however she- however
0: I did have to I I texted her and I was like hey do you want to record this session at my house I'm making vegetarian chili yeah and I knew that was gonna sweeten
1: the deal it because did. if she
0: didn't want to come over she'd probably like Uh, I don't want to be there. Like, whatever. I'd be like, I'm
1: tired. I don't feel like it today. Like, I just want to go home and chill. And then, like, you could have played your trump card and been like, Ace in the hole. I'm making vegetarian chili. Like, okay, and what time is dinner? Your (laughs) response. Your response
0: wasn't even. Oh no, that's fine. It was vegetarian chili.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I bypassed the entire part of us recording. I was like, fuck that shit. Vegetarian (laughs) chili. I'm there. What time are we eating? Let's do this. So, yeah, yeah, food is the number two option of getting me out of the house. Obviously, you're not paying me because we're friends. You don't have to pay me to hang out with you. But she feeds me all the time. And anytime I'm feeling lazy or just, like, being a super moody cancer that I am and I'm just in my feels and I don't want to leave the house, she's like, but, but, but. I found a new seafood place and I'm like, oh my god, fine. Let me get dressed. Like Who, me or You. Oh yeah. You to me.
0: Because okay, I don't think we've discussed this on the podcast, but Sasha it. is a pescatarian. Yes. She doesn't eat meat. She hasn't she hasn't eaten meat and I don't even know how long. Go ahead
1: and be pissed off. Go ahead and be pissed I, off. Now
0: I'm not even pissed off because it's just like I've broken you so, down.
1: Yeah, you broke yes, you yes, it's Yes. like five years to break her down but like I made it y'all how long has it been no okay so I gave up we'll we'll backtrack and I'll get to my complaining about Korean barbecue in a minute um I gave up beef initially in uh oh eight I no no maybe like oh seven
0: I was very disappointed I I was like what
1: the fuck is this she loves her a good big burger so she was I love
0: burgers I love ribs I think we connected on ribs because we connected you're, on you're ribs. Family my with, family makes ribs all the time, and I
1: was like, I love it. And like, she's like, What is wrong with you? You just gave it up. How are you doing this? I was like, Why sweet, are you doing this? Sweet tangy
0: sauce of barbecue yep. All on, of that. on lovely meat. Yeah. Like, anyway, but
1: my mom had gone to the doctor, found out that she had um, like borderline high cholesterol and hypertension. So that'd be high salt, and they advised like staying away from fried foods, reducing her red meat intake, all, the good stuff. all of that stuff. So she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go on this diet to, like, you know, for my health and all that jazz." And I was like, "All right, mom, I don't want you to have to do this by yourself because, like, that'd be really crappy to have to do that by yourself in the house. So I'll do it with you."
0: And I get it, like, okay, mom, I love mom. She needed to be healthier. I get the initial,
1: the support system, the that support. It. But
0: what happened after? I was like, no, throw you away. That was totally, Goodbye.
1: totally my choice because my mom stopped eating meat. For like, uh, and and by stopped eating meat, I mean she stopped eating beef and pork. She would still eat turkey and chicken.
0: Which is, I guess, the healthier of the beef. Yeah.
1: So, she did that for, like, two years, two or three years, and then she slowly started incorporating meat and pork back into her diet, but, like, in really, really small amounts. Like, to this day, she eats, like, a very, very small amount of of beef or pork, um, and really even turkey or chicken, because I don't eat it in the house, and stuff just goes bad, because... I don't eat it. My sister and her do their best to get through stuff, but she's like, I'm not cooking all this food if no one in the house is going to eat it. So she got, she went back to it. I never did. I just like slowly kept cutting more and more stuff out of my diet. So beef was first, then pork a couple years after that, and then uh, turkey, like Pretty much at the same time as pork. And then chicken was my last holdout. For yeah. For a long time. Or a really long time. It wasn't until my final year of college that I was like, all right, we're done. We're walking away from this. And I swear to you, I heard Nalani cry from <laughs> all the way in her house the day I decided it was my last I day. was
0: like broken or at that point. I was like, well, you gave up pork, you gave up beef, you gave up all this good stuff. Yeah. Why not? Why, why not? She's like, fine, chicken?
1: fine. Just jump off the cliff. Whatever, so it
0: made going out to restaurants really difficult.
1: Sometimes. I mean, it is. It's okay, yes, but it's not that bad. It's now not it's that not terrible. Like we have figured I I it out. Being dramatic. You were being dramatic, and I'm glad you're I over took, it. I took a page out of
0: your book. Yes, so, you did. whatever, and it's
1: okay because you, you used to like stare at me and give me the stank eye when we went to get burgers, and I would get a oh, veggie. Like, bag. <laughs> oh my god,
0: Island! I was like. <laughs> We did not just go to island. You gave me, like, a full, To get a fucking veggie patty. A
1: full lecture in the middle of a restaurant of, like, I can't watch this right because now. Because she would
0: trick me. She'd be like, oh, I'm going to get this patty or whatever. When you still were eating beef, like, content. Like, intermittently, yeah. But then she'd switch it up and, and, like, I would order. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, I want this burger, but can you make it veggie? And I was like,
1: I have just to lie to... Daggers. Daggers across the table. Like, I she, just shook my head, like... She was... <sighs> pissed as fuck but here we are several years later and you're totally okay with my existence
0: now i just i i agree because on an eco-friendly sense i do it
1: for the environment i do it for the environment
0: don't lie to uh, the people it's a lie home. i
1: don't but like now learning about it afterwards i feel better about my choice
0: yes i mean i'm sorry i don't think i could ever give
1: up it's okay. You and your, Animal like, you like 9,000 houseplants, you're saving the environment right there, girl. <laughs> right there. All of these plants, all this oxygen.
0: I'm trying. I'm you, trying. That, I mean, I'm trying. I know that, like, you know, eating beef, it causes a lot of,
1: a lot of damage
0: waste. and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I am trying. I think now I'm going to definitely... I've been kind of lacking on the like, eco-friendly living, but I'm definitely going to try... To do a little bit more meatless days in my week. Okay. I hear Matt, even though he's at the hospital. Oh right yeah, now, I can hear him he, cry. He, he's crying. He, I, I can know. hear him
1: cry. He's mm-hmm. like,
0: "Can I not come over yep. and see you on those days?" Yeah. Yep. But anyway,
1: he's gonna be like, "You're gonna eat it, babe." He's like, "Cook something separate for me." Like that's that's where he's at right now. I can yeah. hear it. It's okay, Matt. You're just gonna be drug over to the dark side with me. Anywho, so I. <laughs> I'm at work and I get a text from my sister and I love my sister. We're super close. We spend tons of time together. So it's not strange for me to get a text from her. I get a text from her and she's like, Hey, do you want to come get Korean barbecue with me and my best friend after you get off of work? And I was like, yeah, sure. See option two for getting me out of the house food. I, and mind you, I was already out of the house cause I was at work. So that's like an even easier thing to convince me to go somewhere else. I'm already at work. I'm already dressed I'm already used to being out of my house. I will go and do something. Don't let me go home after going to work. Once I get inside the house, it's hard for me All to All bets me. off. All bets are off. Like don't let me get home, take off the shoes, take off the, the jeans, put on the leggings, throw the hair up in a bun. I'm done. I'm going nowhere. It's like 8:30 and they're like, "Hey, do you want to come out?" You know. <laughs> Um I mean I'm fortunate because I literally live up the street from her. Yeah, you're around the corner and I get to show up at your house ugly. So that's totally okay with <laughs> oh <my> me. <laughs> I'm fine with showing up at your house like messy hair, leggings, no makeup on, like hey I mean, fam. I you never
0: look ugly, but I'm You're just
1: so like. nice. You're you never so look nice. ugly. So nice.
0: I look horrid right now. I already know it. You're sick and you don't even look yeah, I'm I'm dying.
1: You don't look terrible though, but I feel like you're. If you're sick, you get a pass. Like no one is beautiful when they are ill. That's just ridiculous. You know why? I've got
0: to the point in my life like I don't give a fuck with people think. It's
1: amazing. It's beautiful, babe. It is. It is. It is great. But anyway, so it's easier to get me out of the house that way. Uh, the only other people who can get me out of the house is really Nalani. Once I've gotten to the stage of leggings and hair in a bun, because she's up the street from me, yep. so it doesn't count. And her house is like my second house, so it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, my sister's texting me. She's like, do you want to come get Korean barbecue with me and my best friend? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> my reply back to her, I feel like, was legit, sure. However, one quick question. Is there anything on that menu that I can eat? Because, memory, guys, pescatarian.
0: I know. That's what I, when I saw on your guys' story, I was just like, how, why are you why at am a Korean barbecue place? Why am I even There's there? No, that's, like, Matt's like heaven
1: yeah yeah and, and I was totally, such a carnivore like, and i was like i wanted to go out of curiosity because i've never been to a korean barbecue place before i have tons of friends who go all the time and talk about how great it is and like all of that does. i feel like
0: a shameful asian for not taking you
1: no you should be a proud asian because you know your best friend and you're like this would be a waste of money and time taking her to this place see the rant that's about to begin
0: no but i feel like a really truly authentic place like they have seafood because in Asian culture there's, there's a seafood. lot of seafood there's tons
1: of seafood. But
0: there's also vegetables. Yeah. And all that. So I'm like, ah oh, pescatarian, you eat some seafood, grow some shrimp. I mean, whatever. I'm not it's- against
1: going back. I didn't have a terrible time. So like, <clears throat> it was please Sable and Angie, don't be pissed at me. I did not have a bad time. However we just gotta choose a place that's got, you know, extensive options for my limited diet choices. So I texted my sister and I was like, hey, yeah, However, I would also like to eat while sitting at a restaurant. (laughs) I'm just saying that feels logical. Is there food there? And she was like, yeah, I checked the menu and there's stuff that you can eat. And I was like, cool. I trust her. I'm not Googling to check a menu right now. No, thank you. I'm at work. So I leave work. I text her and she's like, yeah, we'll meet you up there. And I was like, okay, great. So I meet them up there. I beat them there. We get in line at the restaurant they have like a hella long wait we have like an hour wait for the table and I was like sure whatever that's fine like hour long hour long wait no hour long wait dude I, it was like st- a popular day I cannot remember what day we went but it was like I don't know someday when they were like, super busy. like on
0: the weekend or it
1: was probably a Saturday it was probably uh-huh. last Saturday
0: uh-uh. doesn't
1: matter I was like I don't care I will wait for good food if I'm leaving my house for it I'm gonna wait for it and it better be amazing or I'm gonna be sad So we wait, and it's me, my sister, her best friend, and her two kids, and then our other good friend, John. And we're all there together, right? We finally get seated. We go to our table. Now, for anyone who has never been to Korean barbecue before, I'm just going to break down what this looks like real quick. So you get a menu that has, like, a bunch of different meat options on it. Yes. And then a list of sides that you can get. And it's like, it's buffet all-you-can-eat style. So you pay one price and you get, for their menu, you can order four different kinds of meat, but you get an unlimited portion of it. So you get to choose between the four and then they give you however many of them that you would like to get. And then you can get however many sides you would like with it as well for like whatever flat price that you're paying for the whole experience, right? So we sit down. It's five of us and two kids. So we're at like a... We're in a booth, but, like, a nice size booth, so we're not, like, really crammed in there. However, there is one grill in the center of this table. Enter in problem number one. I'm the only pescatarian in the group. Oh, so people's meat were going to touch Yes! Oh, <laughs> you see my problem. So, we sit down. We all look at that the
0: sounds, menu. so dirty. We're like, you don't like...
1: Other people's meat touching. I don't want to touch other people's meat, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want other people's meat to touch my meat. No meat mixing, please. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lose my voice. The <laughs> so we sit down. Um, Angie is the only one who's been there, so she's explaining to me that's my sister's best friend. She's explaining to me all the stuff, and I'm like, okay. And I'm just staring at this one grill, just, like, letting it soak in in my brain. Internally screaming. Internally screaming. And I'm just, like, (laughs) staring at the table and then looking at the menu and then looking at the table and then looking at the menu and saying to myself, dear God, I've made a mistake.
0: (laughs) So how many people, let's see, like four adults, right? Yeah. Four adults. Okay, me and Matt go to Goo Cuckoo. I don't know if that's the proper pronunciation. I'm assuming.
1: Asian. Ever.
0: I don't feel like that. It's, like,
1: Americanized Korean barbecue. Okay. That's... Or I, Japanese I, barbecue. I accept that.
0: I accept that. But that's, like, our favorite place to do, like, our lunch dates. Like, mm-hmm. they have a pretty good deal. Pretty good lunch. Yeah, I've explained this to John. He's like, oh, never experienced that. He was always pay a shit ton of money to go there. But anyway, you gotta lunch it, guys. Um... We it's just me and Matt, and it gets difficult. And there's times I was like, "Put your meat on your own side. Like, why? Why are you wait? They have high? separate sides. No, like it's one girl in the middle. Oh, okay. But his greedy He's trying ass, to take
1: up the whole. Yes. Okay, I okay, was okay, like, okay. Okay. Can I
0: eat? Can I cook my meat over Gotcha.
1: Here? Gotcha. Let but me live. I
0: can't even imagine four people doing it.
1: Yeah. At the same time. Yeah.
0: And especially you, poor mm-hmm, you.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> the, like mm-hmm. meats touching. Good God. So yeah, here we go. I'm internally screaming, just feeling like I've made a mistake. And then honestly, like it wasn't even sitting there like, oh my God, I've made a mistake. It's me sitting there staring at this menu and being like, my God, I waited an hour to be hungry. This is going to be so... Bad, cause I'm gonna leave here hungry. Cause I'm like, I'm gonna sit here, and... even though it's an all-you-can. It's eat. an all-you-can-eat buffet-style situation, and all I'm thinking about is I'm gonna be hungry. And then I'm just staring, cause we're by like a whole bunch of other restaurants, and I'm like, damn it, I drove myself. I should just leave. I should just go to any of the other places. There's like a soup. There's like a seafood place around there that I love, and their seafood's amazing. There's some noodle place. The nudes. All the nudes. sit in the nudes. Oodles of nudes. I don't know. You mean nudes? It's called nudes. It's just nudes. It's just nudes.
0: What the hell are you saying? All of the nudes. Oodles of nudes. I don't know. Oodles of nudes. Whatever.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. I haven't been there yet either, but apparently their ramen is amazing. It's bomb. I love it. So I was like, honestly, I'm like internally debating, like, how rude is it if I just like deuce out on my friends and say like hey guys enjoy I'm gonna go get noodles like that just I don't know I felt like you should
0: have called me I would have been like bitch go I let feel, me be your I'm sorry devil on your shoulder I'm and sorry go. I would have felt, like, felt
1: terrible I would have felt like a horrible person so I'm like nah suffer through be hungry and then just go home and I would have been like <laughs> put me on speaker right now you're like Sable why and like all of them love me they would not have been mad at me they honestly would have felt bad and i like dang we should have gone somewhere else blah, blah blah but I'm like I don't want to make other people feel bad like they were super excited about this like they love going to get Korean barbecue I don't want to be that person like I didn't want to do that so I was like I'm just gonna suffer through and then the second moment of panic happens so I look back at the menu because I mean like there was a whole five-minute period of just, like, glossy-eyed sadness as I stare at one single grill in the middle of this, thinking to myself, I'm not going to eat tonight. This is great. $25 for air. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. Such a great experience. I'm um, so full. so full on life right now, guys. God, this water is just <laughs> everything. Anyway, so I look at the menu, and I'm looking through the sides. And I don't see rice. And I just scream in my brain. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This can't be possible. I can't be at any Asian or, honestly, any Asian or Hispanic establishment and have there not be rice on the menu. Seriously. I was like, where's the rice? That's what I was counting on. That's
0: like dishonor on your family
1: type of shit. all I was counting on. I was like, well, damn, guess I'm not eating anything. I'm just going to sit here eat rice while everybody else eats food. That's fine with me. Okay, sure. No rice on the menu. I looked at Angie, my sister's friend, who was the only one who had been to this particular one before, and I was like, um, where's the rice? She's like, oh, there's rice. You just have to order rice. I was like, all right, cool. Because I would have left. That would have been the straw. That would have been the straw. I'm like, I'm going to oots and Nudes. And noodles. Stupid. It's
0: Nudes, you weirdo. Oods and Nudes. That's a good, that's a good name.
1: We're opening a restaurant. We're going to oots and Nudes. <laughs> oh, man. we well, well, we'll
0: make merchandise it. of
1: that. Merchandise it up, girl. I love this plan. I'm going to make a design for you. gonna be great. But yeah, that would have been it. That would have been the moment where I was like, fuck this shit, I'm leaving, I'm out. But there was rice, <clears throat> so I stayed. And bless my sister, she had the same epiphany as me after, like, they start ordering their round-o cowhide that just get thrown out raw Don't to make you. it,
0: don't make it sound terrible. It's not,
1: it's not. Like, bless you people, enjoy it. However, meh it doesn't do anything for me it doesn't do anything for me i'm not like i don't get grossed out seeing raw meat i don't freak out if i'm like around people eating meat it doesn't bother me at all however yeah it just doesn't do anything for me so they send out all the meat and they start throwing it on the grill and how she survived or how they survived having four people on one grill was they just kind of like all cooked their meat together and just like ate the same thing so they they bring out the stuff they start cooking the stuff And I'm just staring at a pile of beef on a grill as it just like slowly reduces down and oozes all its beefy juice onto this particular grill that is now darkened by beefy juice. And I'm just like, well, I'm touching that. (laughs) I don't don't want that. I don't want beef flavoring on my shrimp. That sounds terrible. (laughs) That sounds like a horrible plan. So there was seafood on this menu. I did end up eating seafood. And like I said, bless my sister for having the same epiphany. Because she's seeing all this meat on this grill. And she looks at me and she's like, I hope they give us a new grill. Because I don't want you to have to eat after all of this. And I was like, yeah girl, me too. And then she asks Angie. And Angie's like, yeah. Like the second it gets like dirty, they like change it out to put a new fresh grill in it. I was like, cool. So I'm literally just taking turns while everybody else eats. So they grill all of their meat on their little grill guy. It gets dirty. The um, waitress comes by. She takes it out. Then I order my seafood. I grill my little seafood on it. Eat my shrimps. And then they put more meat on it. And I'm like, well, now we wait until it is done with all of the meat juice. And then I'll order another thing of shrimp. And I can eat that. So, I mean, not... Not my finest culinary moment. I will definitely say that. I have nothing against Korean barbecue, but... That's just a sad experience. My God, I was so sad. I was so sad. I'm like, I'm literally eating rice watching other people eat. Why did I pay money to do this? Why? a
0: lot for you just eating shrimp and rice.
1: I mean, they gave me a discount, which was amazing. The, the waitress was like, I'm charging you the kid's price because you didn't actually eat any of the meat. And I was like, bless you, you kind heart, because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean, water and rice and air. That's
0: a good waitress. Shout out to that waitress. Shout out to the
1: waitress. She was amazing. And mind you, the place is really great. Like, everyone else seemed to be having a great time. It's just,
0: because I heard rave reviews from John. He was just like, oh, you need to try it. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, cool.
1: But hearing that story, I feel horrible they seem amazing but i saw literally zero vegetables on that menu and i was like my god i really wanted a veggie right now i really like you know it would have been great to have some have some cabbage even like give me just a little a little bit greenery <laughs> a little bit just a little. <laughs> no nothing zero things and i was like well i'm gonna eat shrimp and some rice i will say they have this thing called corn cheese which sounds oh. crazy but it was so good it's corn covered in cheese and like some sort of like like
0: on a cob or
1: no 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 like it's off the cob and it's on like a a hot skillet so that the cheese stays melted and it's like cheese and probably like a little bit of honey that makes like this cheesy sauce around Mm -hmm. the corn it was amazing it was so good I was like this is great I'm not gonna get full on corn cheese, but this tastes really, really good. I swear, I swear that's what it says on the menu corn cheese. I'm not even lying to you. It's like, wow, we didn't even try and get creative with this name. It's just corn cheese. All right. This is what it is right now. So, yeah, that was my week. And then I go home and I opened a bag of chips because (laughs) (laughs) I'm so over it. So over it. So this is now, mind you, this is the second time I've gone to some sort of, like, all-you-can-eat-ish buffet. Yeah. Where, like, the focal point is on all of the meat that they serve. The other time I went to, I think it was a Brazilian place somewhere out in L.A. Mm-hmm. One of those, like, really cool, super fancy <clears throat> restaurants where they have meat, like, on, like, this, like, huge-ass metal spike yeah. thing. And they, like, shave off bits of it on like, your plate. Like,
0: the Mexican version is
1: Yeah. But it's like all different kinds of meat. So they've got like beef yeah. and lamb and like all this other stuff. And it's supposed to be like really well seasoned and super flavorful. All of these things But I cannot eat. I'm like, I cool. There's a salad bar, so I can guess I get some bread. Um am eating the salad bar. I mean, they had amazing sides too. Like their their food was really good, but. I just, uh, I've learned my lesson twice over now that I just can't go to places where the focus of this all-you-can-eat is the meat stuff that they give you because then I'm stuck sitting there eating sides, feeling sad, and it's just not worth it for me. It's not worth it. No,
0: I think we need to take you to boy. I think it's Boiling World.
1: Okay, what's where this? it's like
0: you choose a broth base okay. and then. I mean it's similar. Like
1: you don't have to share anything. You Wait, have your no, own. I think you took me here before. Like they make like a like a soup thing and like a cauldron right No, in front no, you. that was in Chino and yeah. that was
0: uh they had like gumbo and yeah, all that. Yeah, like, yeah. The kettle, it
1: was the kettle bar. So That's that what a, that was. Okay. So this is No, a new place. this is
0: an Asian place. Okay. So you get a you pick your broth whether you want it like a spicy kimchi broth, a miso broth, the tonkatsu broth. Um, you choose your meats, okay. basically, and you choose your appetizer whatever, and then they have a full, like, buffet-style bar area where you get up and you can get all your different spices, oh. you can get seafood, like, seafood is just, like, free, like, if you... What? Yeah, like, you can just pick your broth, See? because you're a vegetarian or pescatarian, you would literally just pick a broth and you wouldn't order the beef because it goes, like, Depending on what type of beef you want, that's um the price that you pay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how it would work for somebody that's... If I'm like, just give me the broth.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I just want the juice.
0: Yeah, but they have <laughs> tons of fresh vegetables. Okay. Tons of seafood. So yeah. That think, sounds good. I think, don't give up on that whole like...
1: I mean, I'm trying. Buffet style. I'm trying not to. I'm really trying. I feel like I had a bad buffet taste in my mouth because, like, when I was younger, the only kind of buffets we did were, like, Hometown Buffet. Oh, no, no. And, like, fuck, what's the other one called? Uh, I don't remember. But it's, like, another one that's kind of similar to Hometown Buffet. And those are, like, the only two that we did. And I'm like, mmm. No. Food that's been sitting under a heat lamp for, like, 30 minutes. No thanks. This is really, this is not my bag. And I just, and I don't get the American obsession with like gorging yourself on food till you're at the place of like, I'm too stuffed to move. I don't get it. I'm not here for it. I don't understand it at all. So, because of that, I was never like madly in love with the idea of an all you can eat situation. So, all of these like all you can eat places that center on taking as much meat as you possibly can, I'm like, I get it for someone who's a meat yeah. eater, but I'm like, once again, I don't really like a good buffet, and... You just have to go to the right one. I guess. I got you. I guess. I believe in you. You've taken me to some amazing food places Because, like, even
0: though I am a carnivore,
1: I love my seafood. You do love your seafood.
0: My family loves seafood, dude. Ollie, can you just
1: get it together? He's over me. You know the rules. So, her dog likes to sigh incredibly dramatically if I'm over her house past 10.30, and it is now past 10.30. Oh, yeah. Far past 10.30. So, he's sighing very dramatically. He's like, go home. He's so over the sound go of my home, voice. Go home, Roger. So over the sound of my voice. He's gonna, like, do, like, uh, Uncle Phil in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, throwing jazz out. Yeah, seriously. I mean, he's big enough. He could probably, t- <laughs> he could probably toss me with no problem. <laughs> as he licks his lips right now. Don't get prepared, Ollie. Don't get prepared.
0: He's like, don't tell me.
1: You know you love me. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that's my struggle With food, taking, like, you know, one of my many highlights of life in general, eating, and not having the best of time with it. Yep. So, yeah, (laughs) that is life, guys. The little things and the big things.
0: And Ollie is rushing our podcast to get Sasha out of here. Smooth as
1: hell staring at me right now.
0: But... I am going to go for our last segment for Wifey Wisdoms. I know that I did mine earlier, Uh Um, but basically this last segment is Wifey Wisdoms, which uh, we individually introduce either an inspiring quote, life advice, or food for thought. Ollie, you're just (laughs) ruining everything right now.
1: Jeez. That's okay. Guess what? He's
0: like in her face, guys. Like, okay,
1: you need to move. He's on the mic. He's like, this is my time to shine. Woof, woof, woof. Go home. Woof, woof. I love you too, man. But anyway, what is your wifey wisdom? What is my wifey wisdom? So this I'm reading from actually a poet that I found on Instagram. And I think she's absolutely amazing. So if you haven't heard of her, go follow her on her Instagram. Her name is Cleo Wade, and the book that I'm reading from is called Heart Talk. I think this was actually her first book that she published. Um, It's like poetry and life advice, and it's just really, really good and really well done. She has a second book that just came out that I haven't bought yet, but I'm excited to go and buy. So in her book on one of the pages, it says, Four Steps for Opening Yourself Up to a More Radical Life. Step one love yourself enough to get to know yourself Two, achieve step one by having the courage to ask yourself the hard questions three honor step two by having the courage to answer the hard questions and four repeat steps one through three your whole life (laughs) i
0: love it i love it
1: i love her i love how so if you if you've never seen her any of the stuff she does Her advice is so, like, succinct and simple and clear that I think it's really well done and really pointed. And I think it shows through her poetry. Poetry is probably one of my favorite things to read. I know it's one of your favorite Mm -hmm. things to read as well. And and the thing that really resonates with me with poetry in in anything is how clearly you can get an idea across with so few words. Like, the, the art of poetry is brevity and being able to just make you feel... Everything at once off of two lines. I know,
0: it's like beautiful.
1: It's beautiful, it's staggering, it's a deeply emotional experience, at least in my opinion when it comes to poetry, and I think it's probably the reason why I, I love it. I will constantly read poetry. I studied poetry when I was in college because I think it just speaks to, I think it speaks to humanity so well about how oftentimes we feel things so deeply and we just don't have the words to explain what we're feeling Mm -hmm. and poetry takes all of it down it strips away all of the fluff and all of the it's just really raw yeah it takes away like all the mind chatter that you might have about something all of the like back and forth mentally like I shouldn't say this I shouldn't do this any of that and it just strips it down to this is what it is this is what I feel this is what I'm thinking this is how this moment is affecting me and I think Poetry in general has the ability to do that. I feel like her poetry does that incredibly well, and the thing that she does a lot of in her poetry is a lot of like, I guess, inspirational, motivational stuff. I'm not a big mm-hmm. motivational reader book. Like, it's, oh, I love. It. I know, I know, I can't. It's I just can't. like, like I said earlier, it's just like, I take care of
0: so many people True. that it's just sometimes I need to. That's. I your... need a. I need a reminder to yeah. take care of myself, yeah. and I think that you know people that are into like the self help books. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, you just have to get out of your own mind and without having to have someone be there and be like, you need to take care of yourself. Yeah. You can hear from somebody else's perspective. Yeah.
1: Without hiring like a, a life coach to Yeah, keep life you coach <laughs> or going to a
0: counselor a therapist. I mean nothing's wrong with going to counselor and therapist
1: we but. love our therapist but yeah and I feel like for for you your self help books are your your outlet <laughs> for that for me it's definitely fiction I feel like yeah, being able to get completely lost in another world and in another person's life and what they're going through is how I like remind myself to, to take time and to, to center and be with myself because I'm taking that selfish moment of like no I'm not going to think about what's going on in my life I'm not going to think about what I'm stressing about what I'm worried about what any of it I'm going to take this time and set it aside and read about someone else and get lost in this story of, you know, murder, deception, deceit, love, all the things that I usually end up reading about. And I'm just going to take that time to do that. And I feel like with me with poetry, as much as I love reading poetry, when I need an escape and I need like an escape escape, not just like a Mm -hmm. minute or two to myself to remind myself of something, I have to go to fiction because I'm like, no, no. I want to get completely lost in this You I want to be
0: out of my own world right now. Right.
1: Poetry for me is, like, my version of a self-help book. It's yeah. something that I go to where I'm like, yeah, I needed to hear that. I needed to know that, like, sometimes you cry and it's okay. Or I <laughs> needed to know that, like, resetting your life is as simple as four fucking steps of ask yourself the hard questions, answer the hard questions, lather, rinse, repeat. Like, it's not it doesn't have to be this big grand overwhelming thing and that that for poetry is my self-help that moment where I'm like I can read this I can feel this probably faster even than I understand it and then once I understand it I can take that and move forward with my life and that is why I love her book Heart Talk so shout I out to Cleo
0: have to get that because it yeah it's beautiful
1: yeah and it's all about she. she writes a ton about empathy about self-love about trusting yourself and, and learning and growing. And I feel like, uh, yeah, that's my version of a self-help. So I love heart talk. I love that quote. I love the idea of starting new and really facing the good, the bad, the big and the small of life all begins with knowing how to love yourself through every step that you take.
0: Amen. Absolutely.
1: So with that, I think, I think we did it. I think we're good. Yep. And we're done. So,
0: again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in yes. and supporting us. Mm-hmm. I want to really say thank you to everyone that listened to our our first podcast. Yeah, like, you guys are great. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, the support from, like, our friends and family texting us saying, like, oh, we listened to you, and we had, like, such an amazing experience listening to you, and you guys are so great. Like, I want to say thank you guys yeah. because... Yeah.
1: I think it it means so much to us and it might've been something that you didn't even think that would mean something to us, but it it was big for both of us to have people comment to, uh, to say that they enjoyed it, to even just say that they listened. I'm like the super pessimist out of the two of us. So the fact that people text me and were like, Oh my (laughs) God, this was so great. I listened to the whole thing. And I was like, you listened to the whole thing. (laughs) You didn't (laughs) skip anything. What's going
0: on? I mean, thank you for, uh, appreciating my, Embarrassing ass story. God, but. it's such
1: a good tale. <laughs> it's such a good tale.
0: Oh man, I'm I'm glad you guys got a good laugh out of that. But anyway,
1: um,
0: yeah. So, do you want to plug in
1: our social media? Yes, 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 yes. So, if you haven't found us yet, um, follow us on Instagram. The handle is on Wednesdays We Drink Podcast. Uh, we're also on Twitter with a bit of a shorter handle, and that is owwd podcast or on Wednesdays We Drink. Um. Follow us on Spotify, where we are currently at. We are trying to get up on Apple, but it takes a little Fingers bit longer. Crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. Maybe, maybe by the time <clears throat> this one's up, we'll be up on Apple. Let I mean, not jinx us, but that's that's an option. Um, so follow us, like us, comment, send us messages, send us questions or topics that you want us to cover and discuss on any of our socials. We will happily reply back to you yes. guys. Yes,
0: and then also we will, like I said, have a picture of our drinks for yes, yes. our. Our post on Instagram, we will tag Zen's Tea House, so that way you guys can take a look at their products. Yeah. I highly recommend it, yep. especially trying Golden Milk. That's, like, one of my favorite teas that they have, but mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I would happily tag whatever coffee I am drinking. However, this is from the deep covers of <laughs> Nani's dad's <laughs> cabinet, so I've got no idea what I'm drinking, but it's coffee, so I'm pleased. Um,
0: Alrighty, so I am going to leave you with this. I am going to be sending which vibes
1: your way and concocting the strongest potion I know of coffee. Bye, love. Bye, love.